in this chapter, I'm calling all of my creatives, you know, the ones that eat, sleep and see artistry all around them. The reality is, as creators and dreamers, we can feel at times like our skill or gift is not enough. Let's talk about it. I'm taking full creative control to bring you into my world and dissect the mind of the creative on this round of COP, which starts right now. Welcome to the podcast On Purpose for a Purpose. This is David J. Coleman, and you are listening to the Coleman On Purpose podcast. I want to thank you so much, and I'm thrilled that you could come and listen to a brand new chapter of my podcast that I've been doing for almost uh, going on uh, three years, which is amazing. I'm in the second year of my podcast, and it it's really great. And I'm telling you every day that I do it, uh, it brings me closer and closer to what I feel like I'm put here on this earth to do. And that's what purpose is all about. So today we are going to get into chapter 24 of my podcast. And so we are getting to like the groove of like a lot of my heart. So last time we were on, I kind of talked about passing the torch and I always relate it back to myself. And I felt it necessary because so much has been coming up. And when I say every single time I do a a chapter, it's surrounding what my brain has been thinking about. And, you know, honestly, lately I have been in kind of a creative slump. Um, this happens around this time in the winter time. Like I have so many ideas I throw them around in my head and I do everything. And, you know, creativity is so it, it's so hard sometimes to just keep coming up with ideas and content when you've been doing it for so very long and you see so many other people doing it a lot of times. So you kind of fall into these seasons where it feels like you're not doing anything because there's so much going on. But I'm realizing as I'm looking around and seeing a lot of people, there is not a lot of burst of like as heavy as it was around like pandemic time or even before that when everybody was trying to create a lot of people are are hustling and trying to get money and working so very hard to like keep up with everything that's going on so it is a time when you're not really focused on dreams and goals and everything like that so it's very hard to keep the mind of a creative And that's why I entitled this chapter, The Mind of the Creative, because there are so many creative beings within this earth. And a lot of times we're so bogged down with world systems and everything else that's going on that we don't have a chance to have an outlet. Creativity does not just surround music or acting or all of those things. There are different things that are that you can use creativity within. And when I talk about that, that's that is my heart because that's like a passion of mine to stay creatively focused. I was talking to uh, a friend of mine and we were just talking about how a lot of times creativity involves you staying in tune with your childlike mind or staying in a childlike state almost where you're very imaginative because that's what you do when you're younger. You are very imaginative. You think about things that are are really creative or cool. And I just sit down and I think about that sometime. Like, where did our creative minds go? Why did we let those things escape over time? Because the creators and the innovators are the people that kind of keep this world moving, keep them happy, keep take people outside of the stress and and the the angst of the world and put them in a place where it's like 
I can be free to do anything I need to do. There's a freedom in that. There's a freedom in creativity. So I was listening to uh, Tyler, the creator. He was on a specific, uh, I don't know if it was like a podcast or it was just like a little clip that I saw and I sent it to one of my friends. I was like, okay, look at this because it's really interesting to me. And it was actually talking, he was basically talking about the music industry and where the music industry is now and how it's gotten to where it is. And of course, music is creativity, but we've kind of lost the creativity in music because he was saying that we become so hyper focused on the charts and everything else that's going on and making money and having all these brand deals and all these different things that we have lost the focus of what the art of music is. And that is why I like artists like Tyler, the creator that are able to step outside of the box and to really think further and how they can make their music so relevant and so great and and just uh, a different sound than what you would usually be used to hearing. And I think about that and I talk about that all the time because we kind of lose focus sometimes of what real music is it's cutting so watered down and that's what he was basically saying it's so watered down and so different than what i grew up with the things that i i listen to and that's why when i talk about albums that really endure the test of time like the miseducation of lauren hill i talk about those albums because they told the story they meant something they stay with you forever that's why when you go back to oldies sometimes and you listen to an oldie you'll be like oh my gosh that song is classic or people will be still jamming to that now a lot of the songs that you listen to now have lost their creativity or people have not been getting deep enough. They are kind of take being very surface or what's in or what's the trend. And I'm going to talk about that in just a moment. But I really quickly wanted to talk about Andre 3000. It's a very current event. I know uh, I try to stay off the current events, but I wanted to talk about it because it's very relevant to this time and how we have started to talk about this album and we were so used to seeing Andre 3000 from Outkast as a rapper and the fact that he turned the whole narrative and said I'm going to release an instrumental album of flute music flute music alone no talking no rapping nothing just flute music and so many people gravitated towards that thing and some people were against it. They were like, why isn't he rapping? Why isn't he saying anything? But he said something very interesting. He said, I released this music because there's he doesn't feel like he has anything else to rap about. But he also believes that the world is going through so much chaos and things that people actually need healing right now. I totally agree with that. I feel like there's all different types of healing. And that's why I don't only listen to music that has lyrics. And that's why a lot of times I like music that has those little interludes of where you're hearing big musical sections and it, there's not as much talking or rapping in it. It's just a whole composition of almost like, that's why I like Tyler Creator. It's like orchestra almost. And then Janelle Monae and her beginning seasons where she had her different suites and stuff like that. It was music in between all the songs and there were interludes. That's why, you know, even Lawrence, even though I had talking, it was a lot of music and that the, the kids were talking in a classroom and then you would hear a little bit of do 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 it was just like it's something that just kind of leans you back and makes you really dig into that music and a lot of people have lost that it. it's just like radio song to radio song to radio song to radio song to radio song and like okay that's great that it can be played on the radio and you want to stream it and you want to keep it under two minutes no that's why frank ocean when he came out with pyramids it was unbelievable to me i was like 
oh my God, this is a whole long song for about nine minutes of music in between with him singing in between the music and people complained about that. There's always a backlash when it comes to creativity sometimes. And that's the thing that I hate though, because we have, we have really lost the form of creativity and what that really means. And I, I don't, blame one specific thing. I always relate it back to what I grew up in the most, which is the church, which I feel like there are not as many churches uh, that are doing as many artistic or different types of things. They kind of keep it in the praise and worship mode. There's not a lot of plays, not a lot of minds, not a lot of that anymore. Now there are specific churches, which I am in tune with, which if I was in Atlanta right now, I would be right up in Brian Meadows church because every time I look at that church, it's like, my vibe of what I would want to go to and everything that was involved in a church. It's a uh, embassy, embassy city. And it's an amazing church that I, I watch him from time to time, but it is like, Oh my God, they're so creatively in tune. They're so, it's so vibrant. I wish I could be down there with that. I wish they had like another location out here in Charlotte or something. I would, I would kind of want to go check it out and see what's going on. But I do see the church that I'm at right now, because it's not such a big church, it's smaller, that there can be those type of things that kind of insert themselves again into the ministry and people can get excited. And I do see them trying to do things even at the place I'm at now. That's why I enjoy now just going to church because it's not just the same old and everything's not as strict. We're trying to think outside the box. We're trying to be creative with how we present church to people. And that's always what I want to see within a church. There has to be that for me to want to be in tune or involved in a church. So I always go back to that when I'm thinking about the church. And you think about some of these artists now and how they've been able to stay so, so uh, unique and stand out from among the rest. Like we have our Beyonce's. And then I'm going to take it back to where what I grew up with uh, in the Christian music industry was Carmen. Carmen, who is no longer here, he was a very creative being within the Christian music world. And they those they both have their things where they always were very theatrical, dramatic. They had different things that they would do, very showman. It was very showman. And that's always what I wanted to do if I ever became like a singer. I wanted to be like some big old showman that knew how to interpret music and put it into dramatics or put it into theater. That's why I love musical theater so much is because they're finding ways to put songs into dramatics or things like that. And that's what I've always enjoyed about that. That's why I, the mind that I have now is so very creative. It's because I was watching people like him or different things that would get me inspired to make sure that that creativity lived on. And I try not to ever let that get away from me because it's so important to maintain some of that in you. If you want to be an artist or if you want to be somebody that create that creates, you have to stick around or stay around those things so that your mind can continually expand. I was watching the Bernie Mac show. I've been on this kick where I'm watching Bernie Mac like I'm trying to watch all the seasons. I do this with family sitcoms. Don't ask me why. I love family sitcoms that I watch from the 70s, 80s, 90s, and 2000s. I can watch them all day, every day. But I was watching Bernie Mac, and he was basically talking. It was like in a, in a comedy form, but he was talking about what he does to get ready or stay in tune for his comedy shows. And he would say he would watch something uh, like really emotional on TV, or he would he would read a book or do something that would keep him in, in tune with what's going on. And you have to you have to pull from things all around. And sometimes I think because I detach myself from some things like the news sometimes or different things, I still there's still a, a balance where you have to stay involved with what's going around 
what is going on in the world so that you can be in tune and so that your art reflects what's happening right now. Some people can be so off base with what's going on right now because they're not connected to what is happening around the world or what's happening or there's those sensitive moments. That's why sometimes when I would do like little uh, videos or different things, I would have these videos back in the day and I, I don't do as many skits or anything back in the day, but I always was trying to stay creative or think about nostalgic things that I could put up there or I was talking about something that was going on that was relevant. But if something tragic would happen in the world or something like that, it would actually keep me and this is why you got to be involved keep you from reposting because the mo it's not the moment for that right now it's time to pull back and a lot of people don't understand there are moments in time when you can be putting stuff out into the world but you have to be kind of just in tune with what's going on around you that's why creativity is just so much more than just doing the thing it's like timing and knowing when you need to do things and putting things out and when it needs to come and and i feel like that is what that's why so many creatives have this anxiety about them or there's different things that they might be just anxious about or they seem like really all over the place is because there's so many ideas. Timing seems like it's limited. All these different things. You'll always hear that from somebody that is a creator or an artist. So that is what I, I talk about and why you can't always follow a trend that's going on because trends come and go. They don't always stick around. We've had trends come and be very popular and then you might be out of season. So that's why it's important, even as an artist or creative, to make sure in your mindset that you are not staying plugged into just one thing. That's why all of the videos that I used to do were kind of, they didn't stay in the same vein, even though sometimes I wanted to brand or do something that was in that same element because that was what was popular or that people liked so much. I kind of jumped around a lot with the things that I used to like either record or the things I used to be involved in. That's what an artist is supposed to do. You're not supposed to just stay stagnant in one thing. That's how people get boxed in or stuck somewhere. And artists are not meant to be stuck or boxed into anything. They're meant to like spread themselves around and be able to do different things in different ways. So that that's a very important thing as well. So even when I'm talking about not following the trends and and people sometimes look at me as like I'm trying to like bash out with the what what maybe the church is doing or different things like that. I just believe that there are definite seasons for everything and everything that we go go through. I just sat in a groups meeting um with with churches and I have to remember that even when I'm in the church and sometimes they don't include those creative aspects to the church that there could have been hurt or pain that could have come from someone in that ministry or somebody that was doing something artistic that may have really done something that shook up the church or it made it it made it less comfortable for the leader of that church to like go forward in that ministry or it took away from maybe their shine a little bit. You know, that's a lot of times what goes on because sometimes people are just so talented and so creative. It can be intimidating to somebody that's leading a a leading something. But you have to remember that these people are all flawed people. And that's what we were talking about in the groups that I was in in church. I was like, everybody there has a, a flawed characteristic to them. So you can't expect everybody to be perfect or everybody to do just what you want them to do. So that's why it's important to adjust or to feel like, you know, or to give your input on it, but not take it too hard if it's either rejected or feeling a certain way. And that's where a lot of, I believe, church hurt and different things come along is when you take it way too personal and you don't branch out and find other ways to kind of find your niche and where you're at or branch out and go somewhere else and find your niche in that as well. 
And I do believe that one person does not make the church, but I do believe that also we are there in that specific arena at that time and that specific place to impart something there. That is how you find your purpose in that. You go out, you branch into that place and you say, okay, what can I do to make this better? What can I give to this that can make this better? And so that's why I I try to find my place in there. And it's harder to do that sometimes in larger churches. Sometimes you need to go to a smaller, closer knit place so that you are able to be as impactful because sometimes bigger churches are all stuck in in a way shape or form of we have this down pack this is our formula we're going to stick with that and that is not what an artistic mind does they they do not stay in that little that little bind of of things that it has to be this way it has to go this way there is a flow that you're you're supposed to be able to express artistically so i do believe there is a balance to everything and i I believe that eventually like i said i come from the church so i believe that eventually we'll catch up because i believe if you go to different churches around the world you will see that the churches that we have here in america are way different than some of the churches that are around the world and i I keep saying I really want to bring somebody on. I hope hopefully she will come on and tell us about her experience in going um, to other countries and, and seeing the differences in the churches there. I really do want to maybe have her on it sometime because I don't really know, but I hear the stories and I know it's way different than what we have here sometimes. So it's up to us to catch up, to find ways to to make our churches safety places for people where people that are artistic, creative can go and they can give their gifts as well as share them with the world. It's not meant to be stuck in one place either. That's one thing I love about some some places that you go, you'll be like, oh no, it has to stay all in the house. No, it's meant to go out and branch out to where you need it to be. And I believe people try to find that that thing, even they talked about that at one of the churches I went to before it was talked about long years ago, years ago. And I never really understood it until now. It took years and years and years for me to really understand everything's not meant to be there, but it has to be done decent and in order. Like that's what a church person will say has to be done decent and in order. So that that's basically what, what that is saying. So I think art or creativity is about the balance. And I do think that there is, um, there is a certain thing that I wanted to say about art where there is an almost like an imbalance as well in art. You have art that is very straightforward, but there is always a middle ground of art that's going to be all over the place. Let's take a movie, for example. We look at different movies. There's always a beginning and an end to the movie, but in between the movie, there's all this maybe chaos or or different things that lead to the ending of the movie. I think the world now has tried to make this type of loop now to where there is continuous, continuous, continuous. But I believe that there is a beginning and an end. Life has a beginning and an end there. It does go on after how, how we believe in, in in church and everything like that, that, you know, you there's an afterlife. There is somewhere you go to heaven after that and and all of those things. But while we're here on Earth and what we're doing now is important and to know that there's beginning and an end to everything. But it's important to understand that when we present art as well well, that there is a a portion in between where it's going to be crazy. That's how life is. You have, you start out with life, you have your ripples and your runs, and then hopefully you end out your life in a way that means something that, that, that makes a difference. That's why I love movies that have a, you know, a rough beginning sometimes, but there's a meaning at the end. And sometimes there's a sad story at the end, but it teaches you something as well. 
That is what is so important about art, even music. You have your beginning and the end of music. And even though sometimes music loops around, there is still a, a place where you can tell where the beginning and the end of that song is. We've tried in this world so many times to make things forever, forever, forever. Yes, there is a forever, but the, the, the difference is making sure that what you're doing in this world, because there will be a beginning and there will be an end, makes a difference and can expand and can go beyond when you are gone from this world. That's what I always try to say. It's That's the most important thing. That's what keeps me motivated because I want to know that what I'm saying, what I'm doing is holding value or is doing something that really inspires someone or the next person. So that's things you have to really, really think about at times when you're thinking about purpose or thinking about where you're going, or even if you're going to write a book, if you're going to write a play, if you're going to sing a song, if you're going to dance, if you're going to perform, if you're going to do an art piece or a gallery or a fashion show, whatever your niche is, you know, whatever you find that, that really brings you that joy or really that talks to people a different way that really makes a difference in their lives. Those are the main things. And it could be the smallest thing or it can be the most grand thing that you can think of. But it's really important to stay in tune with that creative mind of yours that you have because everybody has one. Sometimes there are people that are more business related, but that is their gift to stay in that business niche. But they still have to come up with creative ideas to keep their business going. They still got to come up with creative ideas to make sure that that person doesn't get bored with their business or that you're doing the right thing. There are genius ways they have to come up with. So even math and all of that stuff that I said wasn't important. Sometimes when I was in high school, you know, math is still important. You know, there's a creativity in math. We don't think about that all the time, though, because we are we have analytical minds. But my mind just happens to be a little bit more, you know, just like this, this cover that I have in front of me right now. One side is very gray, very analytical, very mind thinking, mind provoking. And then one side is very free, artistic, has the colors in it and everything like that. So we look at things in black and white and in color. I just happen to see things in a lot more color sometimes or more colorful ways. But there is an important part of me that needs to understand the analytical side of things as well, because that's to help me to become a better creative as well. So I really wanted to shout this out. And I know I, I have done this, this, this one off the cuff. And I want to thank you for listening to this chapter. I had limited notes on this, but it really allowed me to flow. And that's why I know that's my passion. That's my, that's my gifting. That's what I'm called to is like to be a creator, to create things that bring life to people, that bring joy to people, that people have their, get their energy from, or just a reboost that they need. I know that that's part of what I'm supposed to be doing. So that's why I can talk about it so freely or have all these ideas flowing around in here. But even in my times of right now, I said at the beginning of this, this podcast that I was in a creative slump, even in these times of my creative slump, when I feel like I am jumbling all these ideas around or really trying to come up with genius ways to like reinvent myself or reinvent the things that I do. I still have an inspiration or fire within me that wants to make sure that what I'm doing holds value or means something. And that's why I have this outlet of a podcast is in order to impart those things or to say the things that are on my mind that have been there so that they can help the next person that might be in a slump just like me or might be on a on a really good path. But it's to make sure that they stay on that path. And even when they feel these discouraging times when it might not be as much going on or you feel like nobody is listening, 
that somebody is listening to you, somebody is hearing you, somebody wants to know what is on your mind. So continue talking, continue speaking to people, continue to do it the best way you can in all that you do. Do whatever you do in the best way that you can. And I just wanted to say that today on this chapter of Coleman on purpose. So I want to thank you guys for listening to this chapter. Make sure you follow me on Instagram. You can find me on Instagram at Deluxe Dave, which is D-E-L-U-X-E-D-A-V-E. You can also find me on Instagram at Coleman on Purpose. You can go to Coleman on Purpose. I have a separate Coleman on Purpose uh, Instagram that you can also follow, which I would love for you to go and check that out. I also have a wonderful and lovely TikTok, which every once in a while I get on there and I do some some fun crazy things which is it's it's my character but it's just to let some of that creative juice out like we're talking about being creative and so let some of that out so check it out david j coleman d-a-v-i-d-j dot coleman or you can type in deluxe dave and find that on tiktok as well make sure you use deluxe dave all as one word that's the only way you're going to find it because somebody else took a deluxe dave with a space in the middle so Make sure it's Deluxe Dave, all one word. Also, you can follow me on Coleman on Purpose on TikTok. I'm on there as well, and I'm trying to get much more stuff up there. It's hard to keep up with everything all together because I have four different things to kind of keep up with, but I'm doing my best with the TikTok as well. So make sure you follow me on all those platforms. Let people know about this show. Please let them know about Coleman on Purpose. Let them know to go listen. Start with chapter one. Start in the middle. Start wherever you want. I just want people to get involved, to be more talkative about some of these things because everybody does have purpose. So make sure you're telling people to share this with someone or just telling someone about the podcast. It really means the world to me. I appreciate it. Please remember that you are unique. You are loved and you are created for greatness. Until next time. Hello.